Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're discussing the recent PlayStation State of Play and the Pokemon Presents. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he's too polite to hang up on a telemarketer, and he's renewed his car extended warranty 11 times this year. Leader of Nintendites, Ryan Scalf. Dude, I am way too polite to them, for sure. I could see that. I, I took a, a, a leap with that one. But if I'm like too polite to NPCs that just walk all over me in a video game, you better know that anyone who's calling my phone is going to get some time. Do you, you never just hang up when you find out what I've gotten around this because it is hard for me to be rude to someone, even if they're like in a random call center across the planet. But, Mm -hmm. um, I just don't answer a single call if I don't know the number. Because I figure if it's important enough, they will always leave a message. Sure. Which means I have to empty my voice mail all the time. Yeah. Because if it gets full, then I'll never hear from someone new. But it's like, even if it's like a doctor or my mechanic or something like that, I'm not going to answer. Because mm. I'm not 100% certain. In those few cases when they sneak through and you answer and they say... This is Jeff calling from the Peoria Police Department's donation services. I usually don't say anything. I just like set my phone down. And then they hang up. Oh, no way. Yeah. So you you ignore that's the rudest I get. I was gonna say you're you're ignoring them. Yeah. The second. I just like I know people who will be like, You've ruined my life. No, I I the second I hear it's a telemarketer, the second I I know they I don't know them. Mid sentence, boom, yeah. boom, hang up. I it's hang up on that immediately. It's probably less rude than just like leaving them hanging. I don't want to waste their time. I do, kind of. I'm like, like, I am mad they're calling. I should waste their time, actually. Yeah, my my boss, he will he will literally keep them on the phone as long as possible. I love that. Actually, he'll just spend as much yeah. time as he can wasting their time. If you do that with like a scammer, I mean in theory you're you're saving someone from getting scammed by taking that person's time. True. That's true. But then if you talk to them too long, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you end up on a list and they're like, "Yeah, this person answers and talks to you." And then they call you more. Yeah. Cuz oh, oh he gets that. calls like 6 times a day. Yeah. So, I mean, he enjoys it. I don't. Just hang up on your telemarketers, man. Yeah. All right, Ryan. We're talking some presentations today, and I must say, some of the weakest presentations I've seen in a long time. Not great. And it's coming off of maybe one of the best Nintendo Directs. You weren't here for that episode, but that Nintendo Direct was phenomenal. So coming right off of that, that Xbox one right before that was pretty good. So we've got a a PlayStation one and a Pokemon one. Um, We'll gloss over some of them. I don't want to sit on these too long. And we're only going to focus on the highlights, at least to us. That's probably why... Maybe the listener won't catch that these are that bad because we're going to skip over a lot of things that just didn't appeal to us. Right. Starting off, this one had a a big PSVR 2 focus because now the PSVR 2 is out. Um, They went through, is it five games? Uh, Five new PSVR 2 games. um, And only one of them caught my eye. Which one? Before Your Eyes. Yeah, none of these really stood out to me, but I'm still very interested in PSVR. Did you watch the trailer for Before Your Eyes all the way through? Mm-mm. Okay, so you would absolutely, I think, love this. Um, it's an emotional journey, it looks like. I'll read you some of the quotes from the presentation. 
Close your eyes now and keep them closed. It's only a matter of time. This is everyone. Your life moves at the blink of an eye. So you're playing this game, and every time you blink, time moves forward. Oh, shoot. Like it watches your eyes and watches your you eyes. really blink. And it's like an emotional story. See, I so got to take like, my contacts out because they're going to dry out real quick. Well, I think it's going to be a tearjerker, too. I'll be like, <laughs> the, 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 con- the, the tears will lubricate your, your contacts. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a, a, a dual purpose there. No, so it's it like it looks like someone reliving their life or re-experiencing something, but it's over time. And yeah, every time you blink, you can see it like, oh, it's a different day now, or this person's older. That just is a really cool concept for a game. Mm. Especially when you're like going to be sitting there trying not to blink. Like, I don't know. It seems, it seems cool. This got me on another thought. When do you think they're going to come out with games in your dreams? Because that's got to be a possibility, right? You know how time, you could live like a year in a dream, and it's been like a few minutes in reality? Yeah. Like Rick and Morty, the game of Roy. Did you ever see that episode? No. There's like a, they go to an arcade and there's an arcade game where you like plug in, you fall asleep and it's been like moments in reality, but you live an entire lifetime. And so Rick hooked Morty up to it and Morty has like the most boring, he works at a carpet store (laughs) and like does all these boring things. And Rick was like, Good job, Morty. You really, uh, you really wasted your life on that bird watching face. Like, just goes off, and he was like, "You beat cancer." It went back to the rug store. <laughs> I was like, "There's got to be a, an age eventually where we'll we'll plug in. You'll have a dream, live a lifetime, and then you wake up, and it's it's been minutes." That's going to be definitely like the cloud when you like upload your content. Yeah, that's kind of scary. That's what it'll be. You could live a thousand lifetimes. Anyways, before your eyes, what do you think of that concept? I think that's great. I love that kind of creative. That's kind of like a Nintendo move, you know? Nintendo just doesn't have the tech to execute it. True. Yeah. It would be like cardboard, too. Like some of that, yeah. (laughs) Wet cardboard. The VR is cardboard, yeah, (laughs) with your phone slides in. That's all it is. That was their thing, right? Okay, that was their thing. Um, Anyways, this is actually, I think, a game that's already been released. It's a BAFTA winner, so it's like one of those super deep Uh, emotional games. Um, but anyways, on the topic of PSVR 2, I'm not going to touch on these other four games. Um, they didn't stand out to me. They were like, they looked like a lot of FPS, um, suspense games. Uh, you know, one set kind of in a, a futuristic, uh, actually here, one, one of note for some people out there, uh, Isaac Asimov, you know who that is? Famous sci-fi writer? No. I think you do. Oh, do I? Search Isaac Asimov's. The, I'm trying to think the most famous book series. One of them is Foundation series. And there's a sci-fi. I mean, it's sci-fi. That's what he writes. But it's a PSVR, FPS. It looks like there were stealth elements. Um, but it's called Journey to Foundation. It's set in the Foundation universe. It's coming out in 2023. Again, I don't have any bias towards this author. What's the famous book? I mean, there's one book that I've been wanting to read by. Foundation. No. iRobot. No. Dang, he wrote iRobot. He wrote a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he wrote a lot of famous games. stuff. Anyways. The um, End of Eternity. This is set in... The Bicentennial Man. Another famous one, not the one I'm thinking of. You want me to just keep naming them? No. I think yeah. we're good. Are you sure? 
Pretty sure. Okay. Are you nothing stands out to you? Not that like I would strike me as something you wanted to read. All right, now I'm looking it up. Um but did you catch any of these trailers? R- Ryan, you didn't watch this whole showcase, did you? Uh no, I didn't. I I just found it kind of there wasn't really anything that I w- was drawing me in. Um I don't know. I'm Sony does a lot of good, so I'm not complaining. I'm very happy with the games that I'm playing now, so it's not like I'm itching for a, like a great game or a great announcement. And I have a lot to look forward to. Like our spring is pretty packed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like this really had nothing for me. Uh, there's a few games that I'd like to talk about, but um, yeah, this wasn't this didn't stand out to me at all. It might have just been foundation. That I'm thinking of. Anyways. Uh, wow, interesting. Yeah, 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, there's other games they announced. We're not going to go in, the, in deep detail there, but PSVR oh, 2 in general. Dianetics. You know, the Scientology book? <laughs> Did he write that? No. Oh, that's okay. L. Ron Hubbard. He's stupid. Um, PSVR 2 is out. We haven't talked about this. It's out. and Yeah, I haven't seen really anyone talking about i wanted to bring up the splash has been pretty which uh, kind of makes me sad i'm i'm not going to give my money to facebook i've decided i'm not going to get a oculus a a meta quest an oculus meta quest um but i want to get in on vr and so sony was going to be my like entrance and it probably still will be Mm -hmm. but really i've I've seen almost nothing good about it. Nothing really bad either. So I've seen nothing good, but also I've seen everything that we've missed. And I'm like, it's enough for me right now, actually. When I look at the catalog, there's nothing like there's Horizon Call of the Mountain is the big release, which is, you know, Sony first party. But for me, it's like, no, I want to go back and play Tetris Effect in VR. I want to play No Man's Sky. I'll tell you what. Oh, No Man's Sky would be epic. Gran Turismo in VR. Like, that would be sweet. And then... um, Or, like, Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons, but also that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge game. So they they released an updated version for it where it's, like, PSVR 2 better enhanced and you can play that whole... And these are all games that came out on PSVR, but they're all up-res. They look better. They perform better. Yeah. I got to be honest, dude. I played... um, Oh, what's it called? I think it's called Gorilla Tag. People will make fun of me for that, but... Um, my nephew has a meta quest and mm. he brought it over to my house and we were playing, it's called grill tag. You've seen it probably the videos of like, it's like polygonal 3d. The graphics are horrible, but you don't care. Everyone's a little gorilla and you're on a, like a playground. There's trees and yes, I have seen it like where you like, of, yes, yes, yes. You yes. just play tag. You chase each other. Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. It's all over TikTok. It is so fun, dude. He had to leave. Like he stayed the night with me and Allie. And my brother came to pick him up in the morning and I was like bummed because we were having so much fun putting it up on the TV. He was cackling as I'm trying to run away from these like seven year olds that are so good at this game. And I'm like trying to climb trees. You like use your hands like this to walk Mm -hmm. and then you can hit the ground and like stride like that. And then you grab branches above you and pull yourself up. So I'm like sweating, right? I'm like running as hard as I can. And there's little kids like yelling the F word at me, like following me. And my nephew is dying, dude. It was so funny. It was a good time. Next time he's over with it, 
let me know. I'll come over because I've never tried VR. Yeah. And I'm actually I'm actually really excited for VR now after seeing some of the titles. Yeah. And I'm worried I'm gonna get motion sick. I will say I don't normally get motion sick. I got a little dizzy oh, no. after playing for a while, but my nephew said that that goes away. I think it's like the more you play it, the better your senses become and you get more used to it. Um, it's your, just going to take a few times of you being like, I got to stop. Your brain adapts and you start, you start merging. You become VR. Into yeah. VR. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a car sick person too. So I'm, I'm worried. It'll probably be tough for you, but my brother plays a little bit and he's got super bad car sickness. And he's okay playing. Yeah. I think I've he just doesn't play, play long. Short, yeah. You have to play in short. Yeah. First. Which is probably better for everybody. Yeah. I don't think anyone should be spending too much time in VR. That's your body saying like, this is not good this for you. Not, don't yeah. This. <laughs> this is a line of dopamine from which you will never recover. I have heard it. There actually is something subconscious that has to do with your brain recognizing the uncanny, uncanny valley and being like don't trust where you are right now yeah like, there is something to that yeah totally and what's really weird is the sensations of falling mm-hmm. feel real oh no that was a scary moment for me because i had climbed to this like top of a tree and i'm just trying to hold on and not get tagged by these little kids and uh, i fell off and i yelled have you seen the people they like, like hit their TV, hit their TV, or they're like they're like in a mall and they'll just like drop to the ground yes. like, because they're falling. And I never understood that because it's like, <laughs> how could you possibly like yeah. fall for that? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then you experience it and you're like, dude, like I really felt like I was falling and I had to remind myself quickly yeah. that this is just a game. Yeah. You have to like remind yourself where your feet are and that you're just standing they just turn to spaghetti around. noodles it's really weird have you done the shark one where there's like a hell shark? no yeah no yeah i'm i'm I, <laughs> I will not be playing that that's my worst nightmare I'm, sea of thieves vr i would sweet. poop myself that'd be sweet no dude that'd be really would, cool actually it would be sick i guess but Microsoft if i fell in that water headset's coming off yeah we should tape it to your head. Oh God, dude! That pull your like, pull your eyes open. You have to watch. That it. gives me the chills just thinking about being in that water. <laughs> I can't even think about it, dude. I'm gonna vomit. Anyways, that's PSVR uh, too. You still 100 percent plan on getting it? Yeah, I'll get it. Just the timing is yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's uh, 600 dollars or something. Yeah, I got like an enormous mountain of debt, and we're paying for my <laughs> wife's school, so I'll probably get it in a few weeks. But <laughs> uh, classic 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 okay next thing that was featured here this isn't anything new it's just a kind of release trailer because i think this is out now um destiny 2 lightfall this is the upcoming expansion for destiny 2 it's got a real kind of neon city vibe to it it's it's a little bit different of the settings compared to what i think we're used to usually you're like on a planet and it's a lot of outside um just stone and mountains natural and natural exploration yeah right. this one's more like a, a city it looks like we haven't historically haven't gotten a destiny 2 i think we've both tried yeah i played with some friends and and they uh with the, their raids they had a group a full mm. group for raids so they convinced me to buy it and then i was never invited to the actual raids because mm. they were like well we already have four so um you're i was left out you're yeah cut. and so then it's a lot less fun by yourself i will say yeah but here's what I want to say about Destiny is Bungie gets it. Yeah. They always have got what makes multiplayer fun. 
um, that's something that we we talked about 343, not to keep rehashing like their failure, but they just don't get what I think makes multiplayer games fun. And that's mm-hmm. just like the ability to just putting you and your friends in unique situations that you don't experience in other games, but also just the creativity of a game. Mm-hmm. When Bungie made Halo, you could change any game setting to do it was like nothing we had ever seen. And then they came out with Forge. And my little 10-year-old brain was just like firing on all cylinders making mm-hmm. these maps. Actually, I was probably older then. But Bungie has always made fun multiplayer experiences. And it's just something that a lot of other game developers try so hard to capture and they can't. But Bungie gets it, man. Destiny is beloved. People love that game. It's huge. Yeah. It still is. And... I mean, if if we had a lull at one point, I would like to try it. I would totally play yeah. it if I had, like, if you guys got in on it. If yeah. we had friends, I would like not I play said, it without it's not a single yeah, I wouldn't play yeah. it without you guys. Um, we might have a lull here coming up, actually. There's there's a good gap. If we beat Hogwarts Legacy in the next month, I think we still have, like, a month gap to try something. Hmm. I might try Octopath Traveler, too. Oh, in the meantime, dude, it's, getting, it's getting good reviews, yeah. the second one. I didn't get to play the first one. They said you don't have to, which I don't recommend. Right. I played about half of it. It sounds like they fixed everything that was wrong with the first one. Too. Yeah. Anyways, so Destiny 2, we will, we might try it if we have the time. This looks really cool. It looks sick. Bungie gets it. They make great. Maybe the, I mean, uh, I think up against Activision, they make the, the best FPS shooter. Like, I think those yeah. two are at the top. Maybe you throw an Apex. Those three are the top FPS games. Um. And we've tried all of them, and they're all good. I mean, but Destiny 2 has a lot more to it. It's more of a MMO-type thing in some ways. Yeah. Okay, moving on. A game that Ryan has been anticipating for, I think, two years now. um, Finally got a release date. Chia. uh, If you don't recall, this is the game that is inspired by New Caledonia. It's got a real bright, vibrant, high-contrast art style. Kind of polygonal, right? It's yeah. it's, it's not the it, most. It, I would compare it a little bit to Wind Waker. I yeah. think that's maybe why I like it for sure. Yeah, Wind Waker is a great comparison. Very, uh, just like a beautiful art, and it's it's also a coastal setting, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the game, I think, if I recall correctly, the premise is that you are able to turn into animals around you. Is it objects too, yeah. or just animals? Uh, I just saw animals. So, and then that you can use those animals to explore the island and complete these puzzles. But the big key here is that it's getting a PlayStation Plus release. Yeah. Which for us who subscribe to PlayStation Plus, we'll get plus we'll get to play it for free. Um, do you still want to play this? Is this something that's been on your radar? Did it? Yeah, I, it's just something that's always interested me. I kind of love those like bright, uh, kind of cartoony games. I've always loved like platformers and things like that. And this is just seems like an exploration game, um, which I'm all for. I'm excited to see like what I can turn into and what what kind of abilities you get. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's going to be like game of year contender, but yeah. it just seems like a fun little thing to get home from work, turn on, and kind of be an iguana for an hour. <laughs> for sure. And also, I need to, I think, correct myself. I don't think it's PlayStation Plus as like the one you claim. It's part of their actual subscription service where you already have this because you got upgraded for like the life of your subscription do you remember this no there's different tiers to it yeah 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 i think you're gonna have access to it anyways but for those of you out there you might not um 
But regardless, it's going to be, a, I think, a cheaper indie game if you wanted to check it out. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. Um, PlayStation March game, speaking of which, Battlefield 2042, Covain, and Minecraft Legends. Um, we never got into Minecraft Legends. I'm sorry, Dungeons. I'm so sorry. Or Dungeons, yeah. Yeah, I meant to say Dungeons. Um, Nick I and I did. Yeah, Nick and I played Dungeons a did bit. Did you? Yeah. We never played together. Oh, because it's kind of like um, Diablo. It's just like Diablo. Yeah. It's like Kid Diablo. And he probably didn't like it, though. He liked it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just we dropped off because it's like you have to be in the mood for dungeon crawling. Yeah. He liked it. It's good. Yeah. It's got a good base. And then uh, Battlefield 2042. I'm really sad about that franchise. I like Battlefield games. Dude, Battlefield games were the best. Man. Yeah. And oh, they, they were so good. They really dropped the ball with it. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. This one I'm excited about. This is uh, called Humanity. It's coming from Enhanced. If you don't know who Enhanced are, they created Tetris Effect Connected, Tetris Effect. Um, this is far more abstract, I'd yeah, say. for sure. It's a puzzle game where it looks like you are guiding a line of humans that are just... Kind of like lemmings. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, that's a really good comparison, but it's like in a 3D setting opposed yeah. to the 2D setting. And yeah, uh, it's got that same music a little bit to it. It's like kind of the... Uh, Synthy, yeah. emotional music. But what do you think of this trailer? It looks... I'm definitely interested. I love the developer because I love Tetris Effect, but I will say I've gone back and played some of the earlier games like Resco. Uh... Is it Resco? I think it's, or is it it's Redco? Called, it's Res. You're right though. It's it's not. Re, anyway, going. I'll look it up for you. I wasn't a huge fan. It, it was really strange gameplay. I kind of got what they were going for. Um, I just didn't find it super fun. So, Tetris Effect, dude. I could play all day. And this is coming from a person I didn't play Tetris at all before Tetris Effect. I, I actually kind of hated Tetris because I just thought it was so boring and they changed my mind because the experience of Tetris Effect with all the music and the lights and everything going on, I just felt like I was in a different world. I loved it. Um, I would, I have high hopes that this game is really interesting and compelling, but um, like I said, I've seen some of their work not be so great. So um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm optimistic because I think historically I thought they had a better track record. I think people look back more fondly on on some of their games, um, but I haven't played anything before Tetris Effect Connected. I just think when you make something like a masterpiece like that, though they are using Tetris as a baseline, right? That's the core game. Um, I think they they know what they're doing when it comes to puzzle games. I will say oh, it's Res Infinite. There you go. But the infinite sign I always thought was Co for some reason. Yeah, I know it was Res. Um, and people call it Res. But I don't know. I, I'll give this a shot. It, it's got a PSVR option too. Uh, his, famously, they always develop games in PSVR too. So it's maybe something worth checking out there. But I also am just a big sucker for puzzle games. So you don't get a lot of those, especially on like a double A, triple A scale. So I'll probably check it out. I think there's a demo out for it right now on PS uh, on the PS network. So I might just do that first. Yeah. Just, just try it. Yeah. Why not? All right, Ryan. Last thing here for this showcase that we're going to talk about. There's a probably six or seven other games that came up, but I don't, none of them really stand out. Stand out. Naruto Boruto. You see that? Yeah. More like Naruto Boruto. Nice. You gonna do a laugh track for that? 
Hold on, let me build up. More like Naruto Boruto. <laughs> right, guys? Right, studio audience? I know. That guy. Do you hear that guy? Dude, you need to be on it with that board, bro. It's hard. Like, I can barely host a it, show. It would be hard. I need you to I can just move set it right here. Yeah. And I'll over. just, I'll tap. That's what she said after everything you say. That's what she said. Um, I can move it over. Okay. We'll Let's do see. that next week. Yeah. And Nick's gone completely. He's just replaced with a soundboard. We can do some soundboard Nick voices too. Dude, he, we need his, uh, his like animal cause and screeches. Yeah. He's got guy. a lot of good ones. Yeah. All right. Last thing. This was the big feature, and this was advertised up front. Um, this was a third-party partnership showcase to feature Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Um, this was like a 20-minute, 15, 20-minute trailer for Suicide Squad Deep Dive interview developers. We, got, we learned a lot more about this game. It is a, we might have known this part, but it's a third-person action shooter co-op. It is strong in the live service energy. There is going to be a cosmetic battle pass. Uh, from a story perspective, it's set five years after Arkham Knight, which it blows my mind. This is the Arkham universe. Mm. And Brainiac is the threat. Basically, um, Brainiac has control of the Justice League, mind control, and they are doing his bidding. You have to be the Suicide Squad to stop him, stop the, stop the Justice League. The only way to stop him is to kill the Justice League, hence the title. Um, what we see here is a mission where you have to stop the flash specifically and rescue Lex Luthor. So you're really leaning into help, you know, helping the bad guys. Um, and what we see is a lot of aerial combat, a lot of shooting and a lot of orbs, purple orbs that you're shooting on things to damage them. So like there was a tank that had like six purple, like cysts on it and you had to shoot those and pop them. There was a helicopter with one big purple. They're benign. They're benign cysts. <laughs> There's one with a big purple cyst underneath its belly. You got to shoot that helicopter to to blow up that helicopter. It's just like they're leaning like the hit boxes. The hit. Well, yeah. the, not the hit. Like it's like the weak points. Yeah. The the purple things. So it's very like Gundam. You know what I mean? Like that type of gameplay. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Like the mech suit games where it's like everything has this like big target of what you need to yeah, hit yeah. and then it like auto locks and you're just like yes like yeah and it, it yeah it is a lot of that and it also reminded me a lot of marvel's avengers um oh no yeah i'm getting the same vibe oh did you watch this you trailer the at ick. all did you not watch this trailer i barely i mean i no not really i glanced i'm not i'm not excited for this game but i know that there are people that are i was I don't think I even put it on my most anticipated, but it, I was optimistic because it's rock steady. They made Arkham. I just don't like heroes. Like I don't like superheroes in general. I think it's a lame idea. For some reason, you like Spider Man? Space wizards walking around with lightsabers is compelling to me. <laughs> Thank you for calling out your weird bias there. But when it comes to like superheroes, like there's a hero for everything. It's like oh. Man, someone like spilt squirrel. this. Someone spilt this like huge tanker full of oil. It's like, oh, we have Captain Planet for that. You know what I mean? It's like there's a hero for every occasion. Don't hate on Captain Planet. He was cool. Okay, I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Yes. Okay, I am hating. I just think they're all heart. It's just kind of not creative. And then you get the Justice League, which growing up, I'll admit, I loved the show. Um, 
Superman's lame, dude. Superman's so lame. Batman's yeah. Batman's like kind of cool. He's cool. He's all right. He's cool. Super, and you're fighting them though, right? So they're they're trying to take a different angle on it. Um, I also think this is a time when we have the most superhero fatigue as a world, right? Marvel movies are doing the worst they've ever done. They're not even great. I mean, they're not terrible, but they're they're not getting the appeal that they used to. So I think this genre is um, just been milked, man. Yeah, it's milked, and I think it's aging out. So and in kind of combination with the fact that this is a live service game, I think that's a big detriment to it. The teat has dried up. They're fresh out. It's just, just powder. Just powder, dude. This is coming out May 26th, 2023. I will not be checking it out at this point unless there's a trailer that comes out that really sells it. Yeah. This The deep dive trailer made it look worse to me. Yeah, it's, it's actually a good analogy. This is powder and they're just adding water to make more milk. And it's like, you guys got to let go. Move on. New Move cow. On. New cow. New cow. What's the new cow? What do you, what do you, like, what do you want out of games? Yeah. More oh, Harry man. Potter. That's a good question. More wizards. Harry Potter, dude, it's like perfect. It's like a, a world that we barely get to explore in any other, and we get to see in all these other mediums, but really the Harry Potter games have never been that good. I mean, Lego Harry Potter is probably the best Harry Potter game. There was, I think Sorcerer's Stone, which was one of the earlier ones was decent, but that was like, we're talking about 2015 years ago. Yeah. Right. 15, 20 years ago. So, um, just expect also uh, another beloved franchise that we've been missing a lot of stuff from. Lord of the Rings is apparently getting a lot of games made right now. Yeah, so that's I was literally about to say, you know me, I I love Lord of the Rings. I love those books. I love the movies. I don't care what anyone says. The show was great. Rings of Power was awesome. I'm gonna watch it this. I weekend. love it all. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, it's all good, man. Just Tolkien was an incredible storyteller. I want a Lord of the Rings game that doesn't lean into like just the battle at Mordor. I feel like all the Lord of the Rings games were like these really dark, really dark aspects of the world where it's just battle, which is fine. I, I, that's a major aspect of what's going on in their world. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like the Lord of the Rings world has so Middle Earth has so much more to offer. Um, if they had like an open world Hogwarts legacy style game, that's what I want. Where you get to be an elf or a human. I want to be. I want to be a. Ra- I want to be a ranger. A ranger would I be, be sick. Like Str- yeah, Strider. Lord of the Rings Rangers would be a sick game, and yeah. you just explore the map. And every region, there's drama in every region, but it doesn't have to be like this epic battle with orcs. Like every game leans into, even Shadows of the Empire or Shadows Shadow, of the Empire, Shadow, Star Wars game, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of Mordor. Um, was very leaning into the the battle at Mordor's gates kind of thing, and I don't get me wrong, that's an epic scene, but we've seen only that in the games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would be, I would really love if they more on the whimsical side of what Lord of the Rings has to offer, which is there's a lot. It's a magical world, just like Hogwarts. You know? Oh, hundred percent. There's it, a lot to explore there. Rich IP, deep lore. I uh, I think as a kid, I remember. I loved the Lord of the Rings games. Actually, they made um, yeah. they made one after every movie, and they were actually decent. Like right. they were very much like Gauntlet, where it's like four of you could go play. I think it might have been only two people, but I remember playing with my friend, and we would just just play the characters through the story missions, and it was fun. But I I just loved. This is also around the time of when I was playing those games. Morrowind was out, and uh, Morrowind was like revolutionary for my kid yeah. brain because I was like, you can just 
go anywhere and there's a quest and there's weapons and magic. I wanted Lord of the Rings with that and we've never actually had that. No. So I do and think it's like the a perfect it's the perfect setting. Elden Ring Skyrim esque, but with Lord of the Rings, like that would be really Here's what good. I'm nervous about hmm. is by the time they finish a game for Lord of the Rings like that, the new El, uh, Elder Scrolls will be almost out. You're 2025, not, you're, probably. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. That's so I, I will always side with Lord of the Rings whenever possible. But dude, Elder Scrolls knows how to make incredible games. They really do. Yeah. And so it's just going to be good. So it's going to be, you know, I don't want to say the ship will have sailed, but it's like, Lord of the Rings should have come out with this game 10 years ago. Yeah. And then this should have been the second installation. Yeah. But, you know, I agree. Can't complain. They've also changed ownership. That's why this is happening too. Right. Right. Um, and so, the, yeah. I, I think you've heard it here first. The superhero genre is dead. Welcome high fantasy and fantasy, right? Yeah. That's what we're moving with. Fantasy, man. I'm all about it. All right. That's the PlayStation State of Play. Let's move on to the Pokemon Presents. We're going to gloss over this because this is just not a lot here. This is something. Um, this was on Pokemon Day, which was the day that Pokemon Red and Green came out in Japan, which is February 27th. Just to, a, a little highlight there. That's why they did it um, on that date. One standout to me, they announced the trading card game Classics. And this is a it, kind of like a starting point if you want to get into the trading card game. Yeah. Um, what this is, it's a, it's a board game that folds up. Um, it stores the, the cards and then also has like the lines of where you play the cards, you know, where the deck should be. It's very much kind of the baseline for those who aren't familiar, but it also looks really cool. It's black, it's sleek. Um, so this is kind of like a board for you to battle your friends, but it also comes with three Pokemon decks featuring Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, um, as well as some new printed classics. So it's like some variants of some classics and it's leaning into the first 151. So it's focused on mm. decks from those, the most nostalgic period. Right, right. Um, it also comes with energy, like a, a boxes of energy symbols um, that match the Pokemon that you'd be getting. It also has stackable damage counters, poison and burn markers and metal orbs too. So like these are all effects that would happen to your Pokemon. Right. So it's really the starting point if you wanted to get into this. And for me, actually, I, I play it on the app. Yeah, we played the app quite a bit. It's intimidating to do it in person because it's like, I really don't know where things go. Right. Um, but I love playing the app. So this is, if Adam, honestly, if Adam bought this, I could see Adam getting into this. Yeah. Um, and us playing some, you know, Pokemon matches at his house. Dude, I loved it growing up. It was pretty cool. I mean, I was like a little, I was too young, I think, to understand all the complexities of the card game aspect. Mm -hmm. But uh, my brother would try to show me and it would, you know, he would just tell me what to do pretty much. But I loved that experience. And yeah. card games are cool, dude. They're, they've made quite a comeback. No, that, no, no, no. I'm no, getting no. that. I'm clipping that. I'm clipping that. Stop. I'm clipping that. Stop. Did you hear that? The phrase was, card games are cool, is what he just in said. In person. He just said in that. In person. I'm clipping I, Not it. on your phone. That's lame. Clipping it. And superheroes a, are lame. That's a new soundboard. Card games are cool. Every time you say something bad about Marvel, Snap, I'm say, card games are what cool. What have I done? Card games are cool. Can't wait. All right. Moving on from that. It looks cool though, right? Card games are cool. No, I take that back. Next thing. Dang it. A Netflix series was Dang. announced called Pokemon Concierge. Concierge. Uh, it's set at the Pokemon Resort. It is stop motion, 
Yes, it is. Did you see the trailer for this one? Yeah. It's like 15 seconds. Yeah. Uh, I'm open to it. I mean, this, why not? This is where I'm at in life too now is that I'm looking for kid-friendly things to watch with Grayson. Right. And this seems like a cool introductory to Pokemon where it's like they're not even fighting, it looks like. They're just going on an adventure at a resort. Um, and it's a cool art style too. It's stop motion. I like to imagine it's gonna be like White Lotus. <laughs> I thought that, dude. I thought is it White Lotus meets Pokemon? It's like uh, <laughs> spoiler that. alert: someone poops in someone else's suitcase and gets murdered for it. It opens. That's how it opens yeah, to the very beginning. Opens, is right. that there's a there's a dead Snorlax and uh, there's poop in a suitcase. It's like, who did this? And then you just <laughs> ask all of the guests. Pretty that was pretty good. Yeah, thanks. I've watched a lot of White Lotus. Wow, dude. Um, if you didn't know, that's the White Lotus theme song. Yeah. That wasn't a soundboard. That was my mouth. Um, Pokemon Unite event going on. Po- Pokemon Cafe Remix. That's the mobile puzzle game that's getting some updates. Pokemon Masters. They kind of just go through all their mobile games. Yep. None of them we play. Um, if you're into those, go check it out. There's <laughs> updates. Okay. We got to talk about this. Um, Do we? We have to, dude. Do you remember when they teased this like three years ago? You might, we went, I don't know. I think we were. I don't think we were doing Bush League. Pokemon Sleep finally is fully announced and flushed out of what it is. It's my sleep app. That's all it is. It, I have a app called Sleep Cycle on my phone. What Sleep Cycle does is it monitors my breathing and my movement at night, and it kind of tells me this is how many hours of like REM you got. This is how deep of sleep you went. You might need to go to bed earlier. It gives you wake-up windows. It's just like a, an analysis, like a deep analysis of how you sleep to better improve it. That is what Pokemon Sleep is. They just gamify it where... Did you watch the, the whole trailer on this one? No. So they gamify it, and they basically equate how that night of sleep was to a Pokemon. So you'll wake up the next morning with a Pokemon that is reflective of the type of sleep you got. So Mm. if you got a nap, it might be a Pikachu because Pikachus don't really go in a deep sleep. They kind of just do cat naps. Or if you got a really deep sleep, you might get a Snorlax um, because the Snorlax is, you know, going into REM all the time. Mm. So they're gamifying it and you're trying to collect the Pokemon by getting better sleep. And it's interesting, you know, if you didn't have a sleep app, this is doing something I think positive for your health, and this is something that Nintendo tries to do. And Nintendo the tries does. to do for sure, yeah. The Pokemon Wii Go, Fit. yeah, yeah, all that stuff. They try to integrate your daily life into their IPs. Yeah, it's I mean, it's not a horrible idea. I don't know that I'll use it, but I do like the idea of like tokenizing. Oh, maybe that's a weird. That's I don't know. That's the phrase you want to use. Maybe I don't like this idea, but thinking off the cuff. It is cool. It would be cool to have like a in-game reward for successes in your life kind of thing mm. to kind of compel people to like, hey, there's more than, you know, you can, you should probably prioritize like good sleep, eating healthy, like you all get, these things. You get like a magic for reconciling yeah, a broken relationship with your dad or something. Like, <laughs> you had a breakthrough, Ryan. <laughs> you have an opportunity now to catch Gyarados. Uh, and if you don't catch it, it breakthrough means nothing. You forgave you forgave that person for whatever. And, and then you, you have, call them back and mm-hmm. you say, it didn't count. I didn't catch my Gyarados. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> Sorry, dad. No, it's, I don't know. Like you could go so far with that, but I, I just think it, it, maybe it's cool to 
Nintendo has tried to do this a lot of times. Obviously, this is a Pokemon company, but they kind of work hand in hand with a lot of those health ideas. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Pokemon Go is like great for the world for a year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if even that six months. People still, it's still apparently. Yeah, people still play it. I'm just saying like for the world, it swept the world for like six months. So I don't know what Pokemon I get after like a. like too many mimosas on like a Saturday and I felt like taking a nap in the middle of the afternoon, yeah. what Pokemon I would wake up to. Probably like a jinx. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to wake up next to a jinx. Definitely not. No. Anyways, weird thing. It's coming with a, you can buy a Pokemon. This is hilarious. Do you remember Pokemon go plus? Yeah. The little walkie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They announced Pokemon go plus plus, which they called it plus plus they write out the word plus and then they put a plus sign they called it plus plus oh my and gosh. it can be used like pokemon go plus but it also has sleep attributes where you put it on your bed and it monitors movement even more detailed and has some other features but anyways i thought that naming was wow. hilarious that sounds like a south park bit uh that's where we're moving with plus, these. plus yeah there's gonna be disney 2000. plus plus yeah so anyways that's pokemon sleep hilarious uh, last thing from Pokemon Presents is Scarlet and Violet's getting some DLC and some more Terra raids. Do we jump in here? I'm I'm close to ready to jump in. I mean, yeah. I'm sitting on a gift card right now. Um, I'm waiting for you guys, honestly. And I know Nick is. I think Nick already bought it. How Nick owns Nick, it. How does Nick have a game and not play it? I have so many games I haven't played. But not like that. Like, do you have any Nintendo games that you haven't played other than emulations? Um... No, no. Any brand new Nintendo games, I immediately just try. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe we can jump in before, for, you know, Legend of Zelda, Tears of a Kingdom. Because once that game comes out, there's just, there's literally nothing else. To acclimate us back to a Switch. Have you held your Switch recently? Yeah, it feels weird. It's so much lighter. Have you noticed how much lighter yeah, it is? And it feels Steam tiny. Deck is it's so just, big. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, new DLC called... The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. Um, there's two parts to it. One's coming out in fall 2023. The other's winter 2023. Kind of having the school setting, which I think is how the story was in the game. Um, yeah, I can't speak too much. There's some new legendaries. So if you like Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, well, Scarlet and Violet specifically, uh, more content for you. That's the Pokemon Presents. That's it. That's it. Yeah. One shocking thing that I was expecting is they just recently announced the Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance uh, for Nintendo Online. You can play those now on your your Switch. Did you know about this? Yeah. 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 Uh, there's no Pokemon games on it right now. And I was kind of anticipating they would put some Pokemon games. Yeah. And they realized probably people would stop buying your games because they're the same game. Yeah, I know. If we put red and blue on there, we'll never sell another Pokemon game again. Uh, that's Pokemon Presents. Uh, again, we've talked about Pokemon where we're at with it a lot. I would like to try the new one just to see if I can get back into it right now. I miss it. Pokemon's got us, man. They got us. There's just not anything in the space that makes an alternative. Nexamon was a great game, but it it's just not the same. Not the same. All right, we got one news item that I just want to touch on. Uh, it just announced this morning. Nick sent it to us as we were prepping for the show. Yep. Also, Nick, not here today. Where's he at, Ryan? Dead. Dead again. Man, he keeps dying. Yeah. Again. 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 
Elden Ring is getting an expansion called Shadow of the Erd Tree. A tweet came out this morning call, saying, Rise, tarnished, and let us walk a new path together. An upcoming expansion for Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erd Tree, is currently in development. We hope you look forward to new adventures in the lands between. I do look forward to new adventures in the lands between. Do you? Yeah. Ner- I love Elden Ring, dude. I'm nervous. Are you? Don't be nervous. I think it's going to be the worst that could happen. You played the game of the year last year and then like maybe the DLC isn't great. No, it's going to be great. I'm worried about my skills. Oh, I see. I see. You know how some games you come back to, you come back to and it's like my, the the muscle memory is gone. Dude, I will say after playing Elden Ring, Hogwarts Legacy on hard is the easiest game I've ever played. Yeah. Every game. I had like friends that haven't been playing games in forever get Hogwarts Legacy reliving their childhood yeah. and they're like they like can't get past certain areas from dueling and stuff like that dude i was just like i've never died i don't think i've died once in that game i haven't died once it's the biggest parry window i've ever seen in a game oh too. yeah it's like so easy i'm not complaining game's still great but i'm just saying compared to Elden Ring, see it's making you soft for it is Elden making me soft i know my uh yeah but that parry window has just made me so soft i just expect i i boot up the new expansion for elden ring and just walk into a beautiful cathedral it's st- there's stained glass yeah it's gothic it's it's beautiful and then just out of nowhere a hammer just smashes me and i die yeah. that's the elden ring experience and that's why that's why we're there it's kind of like what's the thing where it's like uh, masochism. Masochism. I thought that's. What, I thought Is that, that exactly what you're thinking? That thought, was the word, but yeah. I was like super nervous that it could be something uh, different. Like I'm just like oh. any isms. You're yeah, like yeah, no, mm, careful with that. You like pain. I think masochism. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean by it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, masochism. Yeah. You pay for it. All right. Elden Ring. Just wanted to highlight that. That's cool. Thanks for sending that, Nick. Ryan. Thanks, Nick. Rip. Do you have any hot takes for us today? Because I'll uh, I'll hit the hot take. I do. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Ready? Hot, hot, hot. All right. That's hot, hot, hot takes with Ryan. Ryan, what's your hot take? Okay. Cheese is overrated. If you eat cheese straight in the form of canned cheese, string cheese, craft singles, cheese is not good, dude. We just have to be honest with this. Okay, hear me out. And I know people will die for cheese. It's the weirdest thing. This is what you're doing? This is so weird. This is so weird. People get so offended when you attack cheese, like it's it's integrated into their personality, and we have to stop. Cheese was like, by design, cheese helps a baby cow grow to 2,000 pounds in two years. <laughs> what, about, what about that are we supposed to be eating, dude? Wait, hold on. We feed cows cheese? M- the milk they get from their mom, yeah. cow's milk, is designed to help them grow to sure. 2,000 pounds in sure, two years. Sure, but that's not the same as cheese. I'm just saying like dairy in general is so... This is what you said was going to be a hot take today? Yeah. Dude. People are obsessed with cheese. I love here's cheese. I love cheese. Okay, here's what's weird. This is weird. If I plopped a block of cheese and I told you this was breast milk, you would be like, I am calling the police. You are a psychopath. 
and you you would want to know who who did this come from and if i told you this came from a 2000 pound girl that rolls around in her own poop all day has four nipples and eats 24 pounds of grass every day you would be like I'm still calling the police, and this is a crime that they will shoot you on sight. So for. it's not just cheese; it's dairy. You it's have just dairy. dairy, yeah, with cow's milk. But then I tell you, she's of the bovine variety, and you're like, "How exquisite is it? Sharp? A goat would be fine in there too. Throw some goat, and in. then you put it on a wooden block with a knife that's way too small. Have you had goat cheese? Yeah, it's all. Your life didn't change after goat cheese. Goat cheese is great. It's fine. I'm just saying, I like, worry about you, man. This is weird. No. Can we stay? Just take a step back, dude. Here, let's take a step back. Do you like ice cream? You have an issue with ice cream? Listen. You have an issue with chocolate, milk chocolate? I kind of do. I'm not sure we're supposed to be eating it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. You consume so much cheese and dairy. I know you do. I know. Oh, this is a... It doesn't stop you, though. Exactly. I'm like, why Mm. have we blocked out of our brains... The idea that this disgusting animal is lactating our juice. Mm. I will give you this. I do think there's a case to be made that we shouldn't be consuming as much dairy in general, right? There's health. There's absolutely a health case for it. I did not expect this, Ryan. Jesus and everything. This is your hot take for our gaming podcast. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was like, dude, we've gone too far with cheese, man. And people have to be stopped. And here's the thing. People get pissed when you bring it up. They don't want to be reminded of how weird it is that we eat so much cheese and milk. Mm. I do drink a lot less milk than I used to. I will say that. I used to drink a ton of whole milk growing up. Yeah. And I barely drink it anymore. Yeah, dude. Because you don't want to turn into a 2,000-pound cow. It will. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not good for you. All right, Ryan. That was your hot, hot take. That was your hot, hot, hot take. That was not the right one. Um, Ryan, I've got one more experimental segment for you. Okay. It's called Forever Young. And I got to talk over this so that YouTube doesn't copyright claim me. Ah, I see. Um, Forever Young. This is our look back to the past segment where we talk about games from the past. As of March 9th, 2023, Super Smash Brothers Brawl will be 15 years old. And I thought we could just talk about Smash Brothers Brawl for a second. Uh, 15 years, Ryan. This came out on the Wii in 2008. Remember this little classic game? You know what's so funny? You just activated a memory in my brain. Looks like Ratatouille just now. The, uh, wow. I remember before Brawl came out. Gosh, dude, I was such a nerd. I was so excited for Brawl. I was checking their website. They had a website set up for Brawl. Did you know this? I think it was called smashdojo.com or something like that. That sounds Something familiar. dojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I checked that site every day. Were they, sure? they were announcing yes. newcomers to the game. Yes. Like periodically leading up to the launch. Dude, I was like, I don't know that I've ever experienced a game where I was like, following it that heavily Mm -hmm. every item that they were announcing it was like almost every week there was some big announcement of a character a map an item something added to the game that's just gonna totally change smash bros i was all over that Mm -hmm. did you have that experience 
I remember that specifically using that website um, because I think one of the coolest things about Smash growing up was that it, it didn't make sense. And it didn't make sense because you had this character with this character and this IP, not even a Nintendo IP. Um, and it was just one of the coolest experiences of just seeing some of your favorite characters fighting each other. And Brawl took that to another level where they introduced Solid Snake, they introduced Sonic, which was a huge deal. Um, I mean, now you have Sega coming into the Nintendo realm and they have their history. Yeah. But Brawl was special because, I don't know, Melee had its like fighting scene behind it. Like that was like a, a big deal for that. But Brawl to me felt like what I liked about Smash always was like more stages, more characters. And they took it up to 10 with this, yeah. 11 with it this. Like, it was like nothing we'd ever seen. Um, they introduced Subspace Emissary, which was really cool. This is like more of like a story driven Smash. And I loved it. Um, it came out on the Wii, so it had like the worst launch controller you could ever play. Of course, right. But they had the GameCube option where you could plug your GameCube controller, and I immediately did that. Um, and I loved it. I just, I, uh, Smash It will always be a special franchise for me. And Brawl specifically, I mean, it takes me back to, I mean, this is when I was 2008. So I was, I just turned 18. Yeah. Nuts. I don't know. Dude. Man, I remember I was like simping so hard over that game. It was good. Was you were obsessed. simping because that's when they introduce um, zero, zero oh, suit Samus. Sorry, <laughs> um, Ryan. That's forever young. I thought maybe I'll look up anniversaries for games. We'll uh, we'll reminisce. You know what's so funny is I do remember being on my family computer. We had one computer in the house when I was that age. I remember zero being on the family Samus computer and Zero Suit Samus was announced. <laughs> and of course, in Nintendo fashion, they put her in a very inappropriate pose uh -huh. on the website and i was like i remember pulling it up and i remember like looking around panicked real quick like thinking someone's gonna be behind me thinking i'm looking at something i'm not supposed to and i like exited out and it was like the first time i've ever felt that about a nintendo you, game you bookmarked it and then you exited out. right yeah. yeah of course and then i printed the photo <laughs> <laughs> and it was super slow printing <laughs> man hurry hurry <laughs> anyways do you think we should is that a segment we'll circle back to occasionally does that sound okay yeah why not if i don't get a copyright strike for yeah. let's talk over let's it talk over it this is our version let's talk over this is uh yeah i love that yeah. song i haven't listened to that song in so long i thought of that segment last night and i was like what's a song about being old or young and that immediately came to mind mm, yeah i was also debating stop old stop this i am old stop this train by john mayer but that's just like too depressing that's a good song, great song isn't it yeah maybe maybe i'll i don't know we'll see it's but it's less on the nose than forever young you yeah I mean? you mean for yeah it's true yeah we got to just hit them over the head with it right all right ryan what have you been playing dude like, hogwarts legacy nothing else i've been playing yeah i have i can't stop dude is it our world or a new world uh it's our our first world with the pirate ship? Yeah. It's a good world. Dude, it's so good. I You would be blown away. I don't want to tell you because I want to show you what I've added to that world. Okay. It's sick. I won't log in. I'm, I'm pretty sure you took... Is it still? It's off the server. It's off the server. But I've been playing that when when Allie and I watch TV together. I'll just grab the Switch and play Minecraft. Similar. I have a game like that for me too right now where I'm playing on my Steam Deck. I'm still playing a ton of Midnight Suns. I'm 50 hours in, Ryan. I can't believe you like that, especially more than Marvel's Avengers. 
it's different, completely different. Yeah. One's right. a live service game. One's a strategy, like tactics game. Yeah. Card games are lame. This is hardly, and I will say this, this doesn't have to be a card game. I think this was like the tool they used to like communicate skills and upgrades. This is still just a tactical game where you are choosing abilities and loadouts and there's a slight random nature to it but for the most part these decks are so small you know what you're going to be what moves you're going to have your characters play i mean it ryan i almost texted you the day it's on sale right now i do think you would like this game because if you liked xcom this is xcom um sure it's superhero so i understand if you have that fatigue but it's a little bit it's some superheroes you haven't seen before it's kind of the angsty bunch uh, which could be a problem but i don't know deadpool's in it and i love deadpool they wrote him really well yeah, you're not selling me. I'm I sorry. Know, I know. Um, I've also been playing Hogwarts Legacy. I think I'm right Is on the, winter yet. I'm right. On, I, I think I have one mission before it. I did just get Crucio. Um, Dude, I'm way ahead of you, bro. How many hours have you looked at? How many hours you've played yet? I'm at like 30. Okay, I'm at like 25. Yeah. Uh, and I've also been playing a lot of Marvel Snap. We actually will be doing. I'll announce this. This past weekend, I played Marvel Snap with Adam. Uh, he's on the show a lot. We FaceTimed. Pulled up Marvel Snap. I put it on my computer. I didn't know I had it. I could play it on my computer, um, on my Mac. And Friday night, we just played battle mode against each other for maybe three, four hours straight. Dude, that sounds horrible. It was bro. so fun. We, you know, had a drink. God, uh, that sounds horrible. We're probably going to stream it. You shouldn't. We're going to stream it. It's so fun, dude. I'm not kidding. Like, we had, it was competitive. It was it was fantastic. It was a great time. You'll have to tune into the stream, Ryan. I won't. You'll be missing out. I will not. It is a great time. Okay. We'll see. And that's it for what we've been playing, right? <laughs> I'm shocked you're not emulating anything right now. Yeah, I uh there's just a lot of good stuff out, dude. I'm shocked Metroid Prime, you're not playing that on the couch. Oh, I bought it. I know. And I've been uh trying to decide when I want to start it. Because when I start it, I want to finish it. <clears throat> and right now with hogwarts legacy like minecraft is when i play is too inconsistent that time is too inconsistent for like a story gr- game like metroid okay. metroid you got to focus because you could forget where you're at or what you were trying to do yeah um so i'm, I'm waiting until i get pretty much you don't want to main yeah, story you, of hogwarts you, you can't passively play metroid prime you have to sit down and play it through because to your point you forget you'll forget where you are yeah and then you won't know where to go exactly uh, and it's a longer game than I thought it was yeah. when I first started it. It's great. It's great. I can't wait. All right, let's get into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oh, I'm coarse. <clears throat> housekeeping. There we go. Upcoming episodes. Really, right now, nothing slated. Um, obviously, the Hogwarts Legacy will keep coming back to that because we're playing that. Um, video game history, we will circle back to. Yeah. Eventually. I kind of want Nick to do the first episode. I know. Because he's the one who's been pushing that. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. I know he's just going to have AI write it for him. But I at least want him to start yeah, it. Yeah, chat GPT, dude. I just got access to Bing. Um, I got on the... I I requested to be like part of the beta. Really? So I can use Bing, Bing's. That's the one that like falls in love with you and threatens nuclear war. Nice. Yeah, I'll see if... Uh, I can, I'll see if I can get it to hit on me. <laughs> Not even Bing will hit on Jacob. Yeah. That's a new low. <laughs> AI has no interest in oh, me. Oh, come on, man. Anyways, um, any other upcoming episodes you want to do? Anything stand out to you? Um, 
I mean, yeah, there's a few things we could do, but what? we still haven't gone over the Steam Deck, like an episode on the Steam Deck. A deep dive, no. And you haven't been playing it, so you'll have to circle back to it. I mean, it's, I've been playing it. I'll, I'm down to do an episode on that. Also, this is worth noting, um, and it might happen, it might not happen, but I reached out to E3 as to cover it as press so we can get press passes. So I just applied last week. Nice. So I'm waiting to see if we get approved. I forgot that I'm going to a Blink-182 concert. Um, during that? During that. So maybe you have to go by yourself because I think Nick's going to that concert as well. What? What concert? Blink-182. You were invited. There's, there's, I did not get invited. There are receipts. I promise you got invited to that. Yikes, man. I thought we were friends. That's crazy. I, I have the receipts. But yeah, you might have to go cover E3. For I might be going to Taylor Swift. Opened by Paramore. You might be or you are. I have a ticket. I was going to say, you don't accidentally yeah. end up at that show. I have a ticket. That's exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. So, I screw you. Yeah. Brian, I, you were invited. You can act like you weren't invited no, as much as you want. I wasn't invited. I'll show, I'll show for, the record. for the video viewer, I'll put up the text right here where Ryan says, no thanks, I'm good. All right, Ryan. We'll see you next week. I love you. Card games are cool, dude.